Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Here's the thing about small businesses that most of us as owners are not ready for. You might not always like it. And not in the, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, or the, it got hard and I didn't want to do it. But in a, your business is going to grow and change and mold. And the one that you started at the very beginning is not going to be the same in two years, five years, 10 years. And what typically happens around that time is that you start trying to make decisions about, should I just burn this whole situation down or do I need to do something different? And today we're going to talk about the difference and the things to think about when you're trying to determine whether you should just start over or make a pivot. Business, we usually started from some kind of passion, something that we're super excited about or want to share with the world. And so you're a startup. You're doing all of the things generally by hand, by yourself, maybe with a little bit of help, potentially not paid help. And you're just trying to hustle through to see if this thing works. Now you got a couple years under your belt. You've been doing it. You've got some processes. It feels good, but inevitably something is going to break. Whether that's because you hired your first team member and you realized so much was in your brain that there was not enough training for the person that you hired, or it could be as simple as your clients got more sophisticated. They needed something different. You got more of them. And so your ability to work one-on-one looks differently and you need different tools. That doesn't mean that you have to start over. A lot of small businesses will start thinking about this and think, Obviously, what I was doing doesn't work anymore, and the internet will have us thinking on a constant basis. It's because you were doing this. Just change your whole business model and do it this way. That's not necessarily true. One, do you like what you're doing? Like, if you like what you're doing, let's find a way to make that successful for you. And if you don't like what you're doing, what are the parts that you don't like? Because breaking your business and starting it over in the same way, doing something different, isn't really going to change your life. The first thing that you notice when things start breaking, when it comes to team members, is that they must be excellent. If you heard the previous episode, you know that I talked about the difference between limbs and brains. Thank you, Jerisha, for giving me that that metaphor to be able to use. But at this point, you are growing in a business where you cannot hire people who are not great. You need people who are going to take things off of your plate and make the business better. So when you're thinking about breaking, rebuilding, pivoting, your first step is going to be, are the right butts in the right seats? Do I have the right team members for where the business is and where it's headed? And one of my coaches told me a long time ago, and this is something to think about, don't just think about what you want how much I like you, how much I wish that you could stay. What I tend to ask is what does little fish need? It doesn't matter that I really like you and would like for you to stay. What little fish needs is somebody who can do this job in this way. And if you can do that, yes, I wanna keep you. But if you can't, I can't have you here not supporting the business in the way that she really needs to be supported. So first steps. Do you have the right team around you? And if you don't, do you need to manipulate the team members that are there or do you need to hire somebody new to support you? Something else to think about is does this all need to be internal? So when you're thinking about how to delegate, how to get some work off your plate, 
That doesn't always mean hiring a new contractor or employee. Sometimes it means hiring a service provider like Littlefish. It could mean hiring some outside company to come in and do an audit and do the work for you um, in terms of your operations and processes so that that is off of your plate. It doesn't always mean adding a new team member. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about what your next steps are. The other thing is, where are you making and spending your money? This is where your financial statements come in. You need to be looking at them regularly. Every month, you should have a sit down to look at your balance sheet and your profit and loss to see how the business is doing. And don't just do an overview of, okay, I was profitable or not. Look at your revenue line items. If you've got several tiers of service or different lines that you offer, which one of those actually makes you money? It can be easy to say at the end of the day, we earned money. But when you're looking at your line items, does it turn out that the one that takes you the most effort and the most time is actually the least profitable? That's not always a sign that you need to turn it off. It could be a passion. It could be something that you want to make work. But you need to know the data. You need to know whether or not it's making you money and whether or not it's taking more effort than it's worth. It could make the difference between whether you continue to offer it or if you offer it to a smaller subset. There may be services that you have on the back end that are available to current clients only and not to new people, or you may just need to break and rebuild that tier while the rest of your business is going as planned. Another thing that you want to think about is energy. How much energy do you have? Has your life changed? Did you add a partner or a spouse or a child? Or are you a caregiver? Did you realize that you have a passion for travel or running or hiking and you want to be outside more? And those might affect not only your business hours, but really your level of energy towards things that used to invigorate you. It may be that at the beginning of your business, you wanted to talk to everyone. You would take any call, any meeting because it was an opportunity for you to meet somebody and learn something new. But as the business goes on and your time gets compressed and you're doing more work, it may be that you can't talk to everybody, that you have to limit who has access to you. And real talk, that can feel weird. But it also gives you some space and clarity to focus on what is most important for you and the business. Not just getting new clients, but getting better clients. Not just making connections, but making deep connections, friendships, relationships that go beyond the surface of like, if I was old, I was about to say, I have you in my Rolodex. I am old, but I'm going to say, I have you in my contacts or I have you in my email list. You really want something deeper versus wider so that you can make the best decisions for your business. Another thing to think about is that everything that you spend is not going to be an annual recurring expense. What am I saying? At the very beginning, you need new things. You need a new website. You need potentially coaching, you may need help setting up your services or processes, that could be a heavy lift at the beginning of your business. But you won't always have to pay for that. You're not going to get a new website every year or a new coach every year. Hopefully not. You can like lean into some consistency. And the reason that that's important is because when you're thinking about money, don't just base it on the beginning. This year, you might have to make a lot of investments to set the foundation. Next year, you may make the same amount of money or more but those expenses went down severely. That means your profitability is much higher without you doing anything different except that the except for the work that you plan to do anyway. And so when you're thinking about, again, do I burn this all down or do I make a pivot? Recognize that there are going to be periods where you are just doing the work 
and building the business. And there are going to be seasons where you are reaping what you sowed in the years before. And so don't just look at the numbers, really build a relationship with what the numbers are telling you. Yep, I knew that I was gonna spend all the money that I made in March because I invested in this program that's going to allow me to sign 10 new clients a month. And that was worth it and it was costly, but now I'm gonna see the fruits of that later down the line. And then keep up on your financials. You have to keep looking at them to see if they work. That's everything from programs that you've invested in to online marketing. If you're paying for ads or you're paying for marketing support, that should lead to a corresponding increase in revenue. In short, if you're paying for somebody to get you new people, you need to check to see that you're actually getting new people. And the only way or one of the main ways to see that is metrics. If you can look at your income before you implemented that and after, you have a really clear picture of one, whether whether it worked, and two, whether you need to do something differently. You're not always going to have years that feel good. I know as well as you do that there are going to be years that feel like you're on top of the world and there are years that you feel like you should go back to work. And I don't know for you which one is the right decision. What I will say is that there are some questions that you can ask yourself so that you're not making severe changes. The first one is have I given myself enough time? Did something happen yesterday and I might blow this whole thing up? Or have I been doing this as a grueling six months and I realized that I need to do something different? Everybody's period of time is gonna be different, but just ask yourself, are you having the patience to kind of feel out the uncomfortable part so that you can get to the comfortable part? The second thing is, do I like what I do? Do I like who I'm serving and how? Do Am I enjoying the service offerings that we're putting up? It can be really easy for people to tell you, you will get more people if you make this kind of content or if you get on these kind of calls. But if it drains you, that's not really the best use of your time. Again, maybe you need to hire out for somebody to take care of that for you. Three, do you have the right team? Again, beyond just contractors and employees, which are very important to the success of your business, do you need to outsource to service providers that can take some of the headaches off your plate? Everything from accounting to law to operations. Is there somebody that you can hire and say, here, if you can take care of this and tell me what I need to know, I promise I'll hold up my end of the partnership by doing what I need to to help the business thrive. And then finally, is this time? Like if you're in your first year and you already feel like quitting, does, does that mean that it's time for you to quit? Do you need to put in some more time to see what can be the fruits of your labor, to see whether the things that you're implementing are actually going to be successful for, for you? Money, success, business takes time. It takes some effort. It takes some elbow grease and it takes some help. But if you don't give it enough time to see if what you're doing is actually yielding results, you could quit before it's time for you to. I hope that this episode was helpful. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.